0: I wasn't putting in work mm. and it wasn't because I didn't want to work because a lot of people equate not working with lazy mm. and that's a misconception. It is. Most people don't work because they're discouraged, mm. not because they're lazy. Mm. So I want to tell everybody out there, I know you're not lazy, but I also know that you wish things were different.
1: You are now tuned into
0: the, the R-X-S, R-X-S Podcast. Let's do this. It's time to start making excuses. Let's suck it up and I'll make it happen. The only thing that you never have is what you grab. The only thing that you never have is what you grab. Let's do this. It's time to start
1: You guys welcome to the rxs podcast on today's podcast we will be talking about destiny. destiny but before we get into the podcast i have to let you guys know that we have a new ep out and it's called x1 One. you can stream it on all yeah. digital Platform, so y'all go listen to it. I need you to go right now, yeah, and go listen to it, and then come come on back. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, so on this EP, the first song is called Make It Happen. There's a lyric
0: in the song, get your notes Mm, out. Get your notes. I got mine. I got mine.
1: Well, we, there's a lyric in the song, and it says. Don't you think it's predestined? God prepared us for this madness. Yeah.
0: Mm. One more time. It says,
1: don't you think this is predestined? God prepared us for this madness. Mm. Yeah. So, Rajay.
0: Yes, ma'am. What do you get from this lyric? Well, first of all, I think we should talk about the lyric in two parts. Okay. Okay. The question and then the statement. All right. So for me, once y'all go listen to the song, y'all will realize that this is a real song. It's a real song. It's a song where I personally was struggling with where we were and where we are and where I wish for us to be. I dream for us to be. And the song kind of came to me and she wrote her verse, which is where this lyric comes from, Mm -hmm. responding to me basically as a form of encouragement. That's right. So the question was basically speaking to to me asking like, don't you think God know all of this? (laughs) Don't you think God is aware of? what he wants to do for us. And don't you think he sees us where we are? So the, just the the idea of destiny is a thing of, how can I say it? Um, A predetermined end. Uh-huh. And God knows that, but we don't. Mm-hmm. We have desires and an idea of what we would like to happen. but God knows what's going to happen. So when she asked the question to me, it's it's her asking me, do I understand that the good, the bad, the ugly, the frustrating, the depressing, Uh the um, low levels, the high levels, the peaks, the rise, the falls, all of those are predestined. That's right. And then the second part is um, her making a statement to me saying, God prepared us for this madness. And at first, I heard the lyric and we recorded the song. And it wasn't until we started preparing for this podcast that I realized that the madness oh. is the process.
1: Yes.
0: So like, when you go through life, life is chaotic. Oh. Mm -hmm. Life is always moving. Life is ever changing. And we normally refer to that as madness. That's right. Like, and we normally, we always hear the phrase, stop the madness. So we're always in a place where it is our desire to stop the madness. Mm -hmm. But God is saying without that madness, you will never reach your destiny. Mm -hmm. It is the madness that produces what I've called you to do and what I've called you to be. So to me, those lyrics were freeing. Mm. It freed me from wishing that my life was different. Mm. It freed me from being discouraged about the process. It kind of made me be like, you know what, God? I'm all right. And I know you won't leave me or forsake me. That's right. And I know that you're smarter than me and you know I need this season even though I don't like it.
1: Mm, So let me ask you something. Okay. If you don't mind going deep. Okay. What brought you to that point of thinking like, ah, I can't. What am I going to do? We're in this spot. We're in this place. Mm. Where are we going to go from here? So how
0: did I get to that place in general?
1: How did you get to that place?
0: Having a plan for my life that I didn't consult God Mm. for. That's where it came from. Like, And most people have this thing where by the time I turn 17, I'm going to do this. By the time I turn 21, I'm going to do this. By the time I turn 30, I'm going to own this and I'm going to have this much money. And you, you you make those plans without consulting God. Mm. So you go through life with this idea of how your life is going to end up. And then God says, psych.
1: <laughs> just like that.
0: Psych. <laughs> and look at you like this. Eh. Mm. <laughs> psych. <Sike. laughs> and I'm looking at God like, but I just knew. And he's like, I know Um, for I know the plans that I have for you. Yes. I don't know. He knows. That's right. (laughs) So all I can do is embrace the people he's put around me and the gifts that he's given me and walk each day being directed. And eventually destiny will be fulfilled.
1: That's good stuff.
0: So to everybody out there. Who feels discouraged about where you are? God knows where you are. That's
1: right.
0: He put you where you are. You need to be where you are. And in order to have peace of mind and in order to be content, embrace Mm -hmm. where you You are. are. That's right. And in due season, like we hear church people say due season all the time. Uh-huh. We underst- From a church perspective, we understand the um, principle of sowing and reaping because we hear it. So we know it from a cliche perspective. Uh-huh. And when it comes to the natural, we know that an apple tree came from an apple seed. Uh-huh. But there's a disconnect when it comes to applying that principle to our life God planted a seed, and our life is a process of harvest. Mm. And what it is is we want we want our lives to go from a seed to a harvest without watering it, mm. without the sun, without the cow manure. We want we want to just be like up, oh, seed harvest, mm. no time. There's seed time. And then harvest. We don't want no time. Take me from seed to harvest. So let me ask you a question. Lower my mic. I'm going to fix it. Amen. <laughs> so, <laughs> Amen, church.
1: So let me ask you a question. Okay. Um, As far as that is concerned, when it comes to what you're saying it has a lot to do with the lack of trust in the process and trust in God and his plan for your life. So how do you encourage someone who doesn't all the way believe in the plan and the process of what God has in store for us? Like, how do you get them to understand, okay, trust the process first, trust God, then trust the process and do everything that's necessary to ins- to ensure that mm-hmm. you'll actually do or, or meet purpose or have purpose.
0: My, my advice or my piece of encouragement would be to um, be okay with you. Mm. That's the only reason we have these problems.
1: Uh, okay.
0: Because we're not okay with ourselves. My homie over here he on tour now, and I'm still at home. Uh-huh. My other homie over here, he lives in another state doing great, and I'm still in Carolina. Mm. So the problem is, <clears throat> excuse me, the problem is we're measuring our lives in comparison to other people's lives. Mm. So there's a lack of appreciation, number one, for our own life. Yes. And there we don't have our eyes on the prize, so to speak, that God has because we're envious of the prize that he gave somebody else. Wow. Wow. So the best way for me to encourage you is to say, hey, be in love with whatever God has given you. No matter what level it's on, no matter if it's a little bit or a lot, if you at the crib and God has called you to do something locally, don't be upset with your sister. That's international, Wow! because if you're supposed to be international, you will in God's time. Mm-hmm. And if you aren't supposed to be international, wishing you were is going to diminish the local impact you can have. So you end up diminishing any potential that you possess because it's being measured against somebody else's.
1: OK, now let's go a little deeper. As far as those who are out there who are saying these things, Mm -hmm. but aren't putting in the work. Okay. Let's let's, let's go there. The ones who aren't putting in the work to actually acquire this type Mm -hmm. of success or what they want or desire and can have Mm -hmm. or could have. Mm -hmm. But don't put in the work or the time Mm -hmm. to actually obtain Mm -hmm. what it is that they desire
0: so I'll speak to that from a personal perspective. There was a season where I wasn't putting in work mm. and it wasn't because I didn't want to work because a lot of people equate not working with lazy. Mm. And that's a misconception. It is. Most people don't work because they're discouraged, mm. not because they're lazy. Mm. So I want to tell everybody out there, do not be discouraged. I know you're not lazy, but I also know that you wish things were different. Mm-hmm. So it it kills any motivation to build like I said. If my life isn't like his, I'm so discouraged that I don't want to work on mine. Mm. I'm I'm like, yo, cuz even if I do, if I do get up every day and I sit in front of my laptop, it ain't going to make me end up like that. Mm. So What I'm going to do it for. So So putting in the work first requires you to be content with the work that needs to be done. Let's talk about contentment. It's, It's saying, you know what, where I am, I'm okay with. And what I need to do, I'm willing to do. Yes. And whatever God has for me at the end of this It's mine, big or small, big or small. That's the key, big or small, 10 people or 10,000 people or 10 million people. I'm content. So the motivation to work is from saying, you know what? I'm cool with my life. And if I want to expand my influence, my circle of influence, my level of influence, I must maximize each day. Like it's my last. Mm. And if it's nothing but, if I don't do nothing but talk to y'all on this podcast, if I never see the world, but I inspire you to go after the world, set up the mics and I'll do this yes. with everything I got. But if I'm not okay with this, I'm going to dread the thought of coming in here. Mm. It's not that you're lazy. It's that you've let everything and everybody around you discourage you. Get back to that place where you love who God has called you to be. You love where you live. You love what you own. You love your gifts. Don't worry about nobody else's gifts. Don't worry about nobody else's cars, houses, accomplishments, accents. None of that. Embrace what God has given you. And use every minute of your life to maximize it to the fullest. And in the end, destiny will be fulfilled.
1: That is good stuff. (laughs) Y'all, he... This guy. What, man? This guy. So for everybody out there, like, you know, the ones who basically... um, What was it? The ones who... Um, aren't content with themselves, mm-hmm. aren't confident in who they are, and th- those who uh, feel like they have to meet the standards of other people, mm-hmm. get content with yourself. Yes. Mm-hmm. Get content with yourself. Mm-hmm. So with these people... W- what methods what methods can how do you, you offer them yeah Th- to to get content with themselves to be confident within themselves because sometimes people worry about what other people are saying about what they're doing and it's keeping them mm-hmm. from being able to move forward in mm-hmm. what they have how do you how do you become a person who's not so much worried about what other people are doing and what they're saying about what they're doing Mm -hmm. but thriving and still living amongst other people who talk Mm because everybody is going to talk how do you encourage them or what methods Mm
0: -hmm. Mm -hmm.
1: would you give someone who is in that place the
0: first step is simple spend time alone Mm. Spend time alone mentally and emotionally. When you wake up in the morning, say to yourself, nothing and no one will influence my decisions today. Nothing and no one will influence my decisions today. That's good. Consult God and consider his plan and his word and that's how you move. Mm. That's how you it's simple. That's how you move. So then what happens is when you wake up and you say God is me and you. All of a sudden you ain't worried and you say, "You know, I'm this is this is what I know is right." Cuz think about it. How many times have you guys had a first heart or first mind? to do a certain thing and you were sure and you only shifted that because you considered something, something or someone outside of you and God
1: all the time. I'm guilty. Right. All the time.
0: So the first thing to do is to spend time alone mentally and emotionally. That's the first thing I would say.
1: Let me just go back to the first point that you said just now Mm -hmm. spending time with God.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Most people love God, but they they um, shy away from spending time with him
1: mm-hmm.
0: because it reveals our reality. <laughs> God, I love you, but you're going to show me what I don't want to see. Ooh. And I've created a narrative Ooh. and a life for myself that if I consult you about it, I have to face some stuff that I've lied to myself about. So, you got to be like, in order to even have the desire to spend time with God, you have to decide to be okay with whatever He shows you. Mm. Not the narrative that you wrote, not the things that you wish were, but what really is.
1: Mm. And I believe, um, I think with talking with you sometimes, We um, we've come to the realization that when you trust God and when you actually consult and not necessarily consult God, but just have that relationship with him, Mm -hmm. then your desires become based on his plan yeah, yeah it it organically starts to form according to what he already has planned for you yeah can you kinda, talk a little yes, bit more it's about kinda, that it's
0: kind of like um i'm sorry for cutting you off no, too no, no, but you're it, fine. you fire me up <laughs> it's kind of like um the decision to lose weight forces you to change your appetite mm. <laughs> <laughs> because without changing your diet it's harder to lose weight. Right. The same thing. The decision to become closer to God will change what you want out of life because your your wants and your desires will be destiny driven. So where I would want a Mercedes, the will of God for my life only has me driving 15 miles a day for the next three years of my life. So a hundred is cool. So all of a sudden your finance is better. Hey, you like, huh? Yeah, yeah, just follow God and get the car you need and stop tripping over that crazy stuff, and next thing you know, you're good.
1: Okay, so can we talk about um how not deep this is and how practical it is, it is really practical from a spiritual standpoint? Yeah,
0: it's 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 not hard at all. It's a decision, which is another struggle because all of our decisions are influenced by the wrong thing. That's right. That's the thing. The things that we have learned are simple. They're simple now because we decided to be for each other. You know what? We're going to rock with each other. And all this other stuff and all these other people can kick rocks (laughs) (laughs) because (laughs) the influence that they have on us is negative. Negative. That's right. It's negative. Negative. And when we came to the realization that it was negative, we said, you know what? It's us and God. Now, God, what do you want? All of a sudden, we start making better decisions. It's just like, oh, man.
1: And then at the end of the day, you save a lot of energy. You too. save a lot
0: of energy. You save a lot of time. You save a lot of money. You save save a lot of um, heartache. You save a lot of depression. It's like, it's a, it's certain stuff just ceased to exist. Okay. So now you just put
1: me at a different place. Okay. Okay. So. We're spending all this time Mm -hmm. giving all of this energy using all of these things in the wrong places. In the wrong places. When our pain, our frustration, our hurt that we have for the place that we're in now, wishing we can be other places, not putting in the time and energy into the craft that can get us there. So you mean to tell me it's our fault?
0: Yes. And what happens is. You're, um, we, you and I, everybody watching, we are vessels, right? Mm-hmm. And if God wants to, if God wants to pour his spirit in us, but we've already filled our vessel with something else, oh, wait. there's no room for him. And that's what you're talking about. Yes. So the life that we're supposed to live it's not difficult because God is making it difficult. It's difficult because there's no room for his spirit that mm-hmm. we have. We've crowded our room so much so that there's no room for him.
1: So at this point, we should replace when we say why God, mm-hmm. we should replace God and put our names right.
0: Yes. Why me? <laughs> why? Like what? What? What's going on? It's like instead of going to God saying God, why don't I have? We should ask God, what do I need to change? What is it in or about me that is hindering me from getting closer to you and the things that you will have for me or attached to me? Yes, because it could be people, it could be places, it could be things, it could be thoughts. And all of those different things are different elements that we pour into our vessel. Mm -hmm. So then the life that we're supposed to live, we don't have the capacity to fully live. Mm -hmm. So you have to empty. It's a decision. You have to empty yourself on purpose, like consciously make the effort to say, you know what? I'm going to clean my house. Mm. I'm going to make room for God. And then I'm going to open the door and let him in. And then he's going to direct, your path and then all of a sudden life might not go in the direction that you thought it would go but i guarantee you to be more peaceful
1: which goes back to the um it's a scripture that says and i i know you know it it's a scripture that says if you abide yourself in me i will give you the desires of your heart yes
0: i wish i could look it up but yes it's um what is it it says um Um, What does it say?
1: And that's another one. I don't know if it's the same one. It says, if you abide in me and let my word abide in you, ask ask what what you you will.
0: It will be done. And it will be done unto you. Yes. But abiding in him, we've already said it, abiding in him and his word abiding in you changes your desires. So what you ask for is going to automatically be in God's will. (laughs) Yes. Because you're going to be asking for different stuff. (laughs) If you are in, if you're at a bar, more than likely, you ain't going to ask for no water. Mm -hmm. So the environment is going to dictate what you ask for. Oh.
1: So you mean to tell me that the only way To fulfill purpose and to fulfill the destiny that is meant for you is really selfless decisions.
0: It's selfless decisions. It is.
1: We become so consumed with us, Mm -hmm. me, me, them, Mm -hmm. like we become so consumed with what's wrong Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that we don't realize that our lives, we're not. We're not living our lives for
0: us. No, that changes everything. Realizing that changes everything. When you're here to serve and you're here on purpose with a purpose that is to serve other people through whatever you may have a gift. You may have a talent. You may have a knack for a certain thing, but at the end of the day, you've been given to give. And when you have the, when you have the mentality that, What I've been giving, I deserve, and I'm going to figure out how to use what I deserve to get more. That's greed. Mm -hmm. You've been given to give, and it's a loan. The gift is a loan. How do we know it's a loan? Because we can't take it with us. (laughs) It's a loan. it's It's a temporary loan in which you are given a certain thing to use to help other people.
1: So like you said, we're vessels. We're vessels. We're vessels.
0: But we have to present ourselves empty so he can fill us. God knows. That's of our philosophies, that's of our mentalities, and that's of our desires. Mm. We have to we have to be a open, clean, willing vessel and let him pour. Mm. And then we just have to follow. And all of a sudden, our decisions are influenced by his will. Mm. So that's how destiny is fulfilled. Like destiny is not fulfilled because you go out, work, 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 grind, 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 go, 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 go. Let me DM all these people. Let me make all these connections. Oh, let me go talk to them. Let me go. No, destiny is fulfilled by presenting yourself as a living sacrifice, (laughs) holy and acceptable (laughs) unto him and letting him lead you and letting him direct you. Mm -hmm. That's how that's how destiny is fulfilled. So just to go back to the question. What was the question?
1: Do you think this is predestined? Don't you, Don't think, you think this, this is, is predestined?
0: The answer is yes. It's predestined. God prepared us for this madness. Yes, He prepared you for every step of life you would ever take. But the key is let Him lead.
1: <laughs> let Him lead. Yeah. This has been a great, <laughs> a great. Yeah, she had to hug. give me one. Hey. <laughs> You guys, thank you for tuning in. Mm -hmm.
0: What's up, y'all? This is Rajay, and I'm half of Rajay and Shah. And I just want to say thank you guys for listening. If you really enjoy this podcast, don't be afraid to go ahead and subscribe wherever you're listening. And if you think somebody else may enjoy it, Go ahead and share it with them But before we go, I want to tell y'all Please go subscribe to our channel Rajay X Shah And please go follow us on IG at Rajay X Shah That's R-O-J-A-Y X-S-H-I-Y Peace Let's do this it's time to start making